Well, I know one thing that happens after you've been focused on following a healthy living program for several weeks, you feel ready for that reward at the end. You are looking for a way to celebrate. And today we're gonna go over some of the good and the bad ways to introduce rewards into your program. Congratulations, you're on week seven. And I just wanna take a moment to acknowledge the hard work that you've put in so far. I mean, it takes dedication and focus to really stick with your habits for several weeks in a row, getting to the two month mark. And I know you're probably thinking, okay, Amy, don't, get, don't praise me just yet. I've been off track, I've screwed up, I'm not 100%, and that's fine. The thing is that you're back and you keep coming back and that's the real magic. That's where your program becomes a lifestyle. And that's the whole point of this. An accountability program is practice to staying on track with goals for the long term. So the more you keep practicing, the more it becomes a reality for the long term. But before we talk about maintenance, which is actually next week's topic, we're going to talk about rewards today and how to set up rewards to help with motivation without risking you getting back off track. So we're going to talk about the good types of rewards, the bad types of rewards, and also short-term rewards and longer-term rewards. So let's get to it. So first off, I should clarify that some rewards actually have a negative effect. These rewards seem really tempting because they're things that you love, but they're also they also happen to be habits that you're trying to do less of. So for example, if you're trying to eat less sugar, now you don't wanna go ahead and set up a reward for staying on track all week by going out for ice cream or cake, for example. You're not trying to reward yourself with the behavior that you're trying to decrease. It's, what it's doing is really reinforcing that brain pattern that you're trying to disrupt. So it's kind of going against your efforts. The other problem with this is that it's an emotional conflict. So it's creating a special occasion out of an undesirable behavior. It's making an undesirable behavior seem like it's well-deserved. So you can see the conflict of interest there. It really kind of messes with our brain and our emotions. Although we really love going out for ice cream, it shouldn't be a reward for healthy eating. Not to say that you'll never go out for ice cream again, just don't use it as a reward. You can, as long as you plan ahead for it and it's a conscious decision, I think that's the responsible way to do it if you're having some conflicts with healthy eating and sugar especially. A similar thing could be said for using TV watching or movies to reward exercise behavior. So if you struggle with staying active and you find yourself on the computer a lot or in front of a screen a lot or on the couch a lot, and you end up doing your exercise routine for the day and you wanna reward yourself by watching a TV show which encourages the opposite, which is sitting on the couch. It's the same similar type of thing where you're rewarding yourself for a behavior that you're trying to decrease. If that's what you're struggling with, I wouldn't reward it with similar type of behavior. A more appropriate type of reward is something that's actually gonna complement the lifestyle that you're trying to create for yourself. So this could be new fitness equipment or new fitness clothing or new shoes or perhaps it's a self-care behavior. So if you worked really hard during the day and you wanna reward yourself, maybe something like a bubble bath. So depending on your personal preferences, you can probably come up with a whole list of rewards that don't compromise the goals that you have on healthy lifestyle. So not trying to indulge in the things that you're trying to decrease in your life. So these could be examples like new fitness clothing or, or new kitchen appliances so you can cook those healthier meals. Perhaps it's new music for your workouts or new clothing because you're feeling better and more confident in your, in your body or a new hairstyle. 
I typically recommend staying away from using food as a reward. So going out to dinner, while that might be a great celebration for a graduation or a birthday or some type of event, I don't recommend dinner out as a reward for healthy eating during the week. Uh, typically what happens when you do that is that you use that it can become an excuse to sort of overdo and overindulge and then you're repeating the behavior that you're trying to cut back on during the week. This is often a struggling point for people that are trying to improve their relationship with food. The other thing I wanted to mention about setting up rewards is picking a short-term reward and picking a longer-term reward. A lot of times people will pick this big reward like a trip to Disneyland or something like really exciting, but it's so far out, it's hard to motivate day to day to achieve that really long-term reward. So I recommend setting up short-term rewards, even, um, even rewards that happen by the end of the week or even rewards that can happen at the end of the day. This is something you can use strategically if you feel like you know you're having a really challenging week coming up and you're not really sure how well you're gonna to stick to your plan, you might really set up a juicy reward at the end of the week to look forward to. Or if you're having a stressful day and you know it's gonna be really tough to stick with everything and make it all happen, you might have a reward set up at the end of the evening like a nice bubble bath or a foot soak or something that you really look forward to as a celebration of your hard efforts. And sometimes we want to reward ourselves for achieving a particular goal. So it's not necessarily the time that we've spent working on our goal, but the actual goal achievement. So if your goal is rather large, maybe it's several, you know, 20, 30, 40 pounds, or maybe it's an A1C test result for your blood glucose. Sometimes those take months to achieve. So I find it helpful to break it down into week, weekly rewards, but it's not a reason to throw away any of those long-term rewards because those long-term rewards can still be a motivator and it can really be that push to stick with something over time. So definitely feel free to be creative. You might come up with a list of short-term goals that you can pull from through the week. And some of those long-term rewards, those can be really meaningful, really meaningful goals like taking a trip with the family and being able to spend more time with them um, and doing something really exciting and fun. And that can make it really worth, worth pursuing your efforts week after week, month after month. So I look forward to hearing some of those really fun and well-deserved rewards that you come up with. Definitely let me know in the comments below how you plan to reward yourself for all of your hard work. And we'll see you next week on our finale week, week eight of our Shape Up For Summer program where we talk about maintenance for a lifestyle. Take care guys, have a great week.